This is the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Make sure you never miss a thing. Download the Merrickville Catch-Up from the Triple M app. Where am I? Welcome to... Merrickville. Welcome to Monday, Sydney. Great to have you back and welcome back to the studios. Rove McManus. Thank you very much. A pleasure to be here. Mez, the victory lap. How's it feeling? Three days to go. It's crazy, isn't it? It's great. You don't even have to do a full week. Your final week is like, you know, it's like... You're a kid waiting for the school holidays to start. I'll be lucky if I do a full day. What time did I get? You were in the studio. <laughs> hey, if anyone's been today following my feed, and I know you all do. <laughs> I'm so lonely. You uh, you got here only just before showtime. Yeah, cool. They added extra news stories to give us a bit of buffer. <laughs> the last three stories you just heard were all fake uh, news, just uh, to keep things going. I'm not unprofessional. I had some issues. <laughs> I'd been drinking heavily before the show, and that's what ran me late. That's look, we all do it. Hmm. Yeah, lots on the show today. I'm not going to bother telling you about it. You'll catch up. Just follow the dots. You'll be all right, okay? I'm just, I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to jazz this. Yeah, jazz it. Just jazz it. Just purple spatula. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> do we talk over this or do we I do I don't it? know. How does it work? Oh, there's, <laughs> I've still got four seconds. What can you do in four seconds? Not a lot. No. Merrickville. Well, yeah, we're leaving. <laughs> Rove, Back. I saw that uh, on the weekend... Mm. Um, you were with the Irwin Foundation, mm. members of the Irwin family. Because I'm a good Great person. Friends. I'm a good person. But then I kind of ruined it. So, of course, it's a charity event and I'm there because I'm a good person. Uh, flew to another city because I'm a great person. And if I may, even flew economy. That's how good I am. Okay. Is this also too because it's one of the few families you know that you're taller than oh, uh, two, two thirds of, of the family members? You know, Robert's about to pit me. Um, <laughs> not happy with that. Not happy with that. Oh, quick, get a couple more gigs in with the <laughs> And then all of a sudden, oh, I just I can't make it anymore. Yeah. Um, but what are the, the Denyers up to these days? <laughs> gigs with them. You know what? Do they have a foundation? Did the Denyers have a foundation? No. Maybe. Would Grant Denyer wrestle a croc? That's my big question, though. Or you know what? A croc would look at him like a snack pack. He's a toothpick. He's like a little. <laughs> he's an he's an hors d'oeuvre. He's a mousse bouche. Oh, I didn't even know what that is, but yes, he is. Because it sounds insulting. Well, I watched Master Chef, and look what I've done, eh? <laughs> look, I've often said Denyer's a croc and bush. We've all said it. <laughs> he wish you know he wishes he was a croc and bush. What you could do is get a bunch of Denyers and stack them on top of each other. Mm. Like the little profiteroles, and then oh, yeah. just cover them with honey. Oh, yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, but Den- Den- just, I just want Grant Denya no, Grant- stacked, stacks on Denya. Covered in no, honey. Covered in honey. But if he stacks in, that would be Grant De- Jenga. Oh, no. Oh, Jenga? Keep Grant him Denger. around, Triple M! Why don't you don't let him go? Are you mental? Are you, mental? <laughs> you can't say that on radio So, Rove, anymore. you were at Australia's Zoo yes, for the Yes, I'm a Irwins. good person. But then I ruined it by getting very aggressive at an auction. I may have... I may have... <laughs> Jumped up. Um, there was a, an offer on the table to uh, you get a guided tour of the hospital, the wildlife hospital at Australia Zoo. They have koalas in there. I've been in there and I've seen a giant, what is called a powerful owl, and they earn that name for a reason. <laughs> yeah. I lost an arm wrestle to it. It doesn't even have hands, Mez. Wow. That's how powerful they are. You should have to bench. Did you have to wait till night to, to do it? Because I mean, no, you're maybe that, like... well, that's it. That's it's even more powerful during the day. Like, at, it's not even out at night. Imagine how powerful it is it'd at be, night. It'd be more than powerful. If the if the <laughs> if Dwayne the Rock Johnson was a bird of prey, he'd be a powerful owl at night. The thing yeah. in a sleeve tattoo. That's how powerful it is, guys. <laughs> Can I make the point anymore? <laughs> okay. Right. 
So anyway, and you get to see koalas. Yeah. You get to, I, I've seen a bearded dragon get operated on. Oh, I don't even know what a bearded dragon is, but there was, it's a lizard. Oh, I do. Merrick. I don't know up. if I've, I've seen it operated on. Merrick. <laughs> but moving on. <laughs> Remember, guys, we're talking about the Irwins. Keep it clean. One of them's underage. So here's the thing. They've got an offer on the table to you get a guided tour with yep. Bindi to see all these animals. You can even name one. It's an incredible experience. And it just, I felt, wasn't going for enough money. And I was getting tetchy. So I've leapt up and started yelling. I took the microphone off the auctioneer. I told him to, quote, shut up. <laughs> and grab the mic. And grab the mic. And you know how fast auctioneers talk. To try yeah, yeah. to get a word in. <laughs> to even get him to shut up. It's like, but I got in there, shut him up, and then just basically told the crowd off and said that they should be bidding more on it to the point where they actually did. So I terrified them into... I don't know if any of them wanted to put that much money on the table, but I just aggressively used bully tactics. Yeah, I'm not proud of myself, Mez. I'm not so proud of myself. That's great. But I, I did it for charity. And did, let me again point out, I flew economy. I want to make that very <laughs> yeah. clear. Yeah. What was that like? <laughs> Even with the time difference, because there's an extra half an hour because I don't do daylight savings. <laughs> extra half an hour? Extra hour? I had, a, I had a guy next to me, and I'm not used to that. Usually it's like a gap. There was no selection of wines. Yeah, I did. I didn't know yeah. how to. I didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, different type of thigh gap. Very, very. <laughs> there, was, there was man spreading. I don't like, like here's that. the thing, guys. I don't know if you've ever had the privilege, the honour, even at, usually at someone else's dollar. Maybe you won a competition. Maybe you just cheated your way onto a plane. But when you're in the business class end, at the front end of the plane, no one ever has a neck pillow. So when someone comes and sits. <laughs> I would much rather sit next to the the classic larger man with the big he needs a bit yeah. of elbow room yeah, yeah, yeah. than mm. someone who comes in with a neck cushion. Why what's wrong with neck cushions? I travel with firstly, a neck cushion. Yes. Firstly, if you no, no, shut one, it down. I have one of my <laughs> This is like I'm at an auction again. Stop my, talking. I've got one of my club colours. That's how keen oh, I, so I am. I just realised Mess is wearing one as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you know, this, medical no, thing. Compo claim for triple N. Okay, good. <laughs> I've got a whiplash injury. He's nailed it. <laughs> Radio whiplash injury. But so, uh, to so bring you, it back on target, there's just seeing seeing I I scared people into putting a bid on at an auction. I don't know if I was doing the right thing or not. I think that... Yeah, Even for absolutely. charity? Absolutely. I reckon when you're trying to raise money for charity, yep. you, yeah, you've got an obligation, if you can, to be an idiot to force them into spending more money. Because, okay, you know, it's, it's for charity. I feel like right? I'm a very good person. That's okay. <laughs> I, had a, I had an instance uh, years ago. This would have been about 15 years ago. I'm not going to lie. I'd been drinking. And it, was for, <laughs> it was the Royal Children's Hospital, so I thought I was doing a good thing. That's oh. what the kids want. That's what the kids want. Vic LaRusso. Oh, our eye in the sky. <laughs> Vic LaRusso was doing the auction. Here we go. And I uh, may have turned to Ross. Was Rosso. he outing other celebrities while he's doing it? <laughs> he did. He said something about. <laughs> I got five, I got five at this person's guy. <laughs> that person's guy. Yes, what, what do you think about Ian Thorpe? What do you think about Ian Thorpe? Freddie Mercury. Yeah, we got that one. <laughs> we got it. Thank you, Vic. Um, so, anyway, we're sitting there and. Um, there was a, a the auction item was for a membership to Cypress Lakes Golf Course okay, in the Hunter Valley. Very important to the story. Didn't play golf. No. Didn't know where Cypress Lakes was. <laughs> had no intention. Okay, but thought sure. what I'd do is I'll inflate the prices by being an idiot. That's what you do. So Vic Larusso said three thousand dollars. Do I hear three thousand dollars? And I've stood up and I'm going, you hear three thousand dollars? Of course Vic? you do, Vic Larusso. Right over here, Vic. And that's right when he outed you. <laughs> 
And then <laughs> <laughs> he's just gone. So, no. so then he's gone, uh, okay, $3,000. And I've gone, good. I'm going to inflate. That's what you want. Yep. Next uh, person goes, can I get to $3,500, whatever it is? Yeah, it's, sure. it's escalated. And then uh, it's got $4,000, I think it was. And then he said, can I, do I hear 5000 And again, I've gone up and I've gone, I've literally turned to Ross. I said, watch this. And I've gone, $5,000, you hear it, Vic? And he's just gone, sold. Wait, no. What? <laughs> Not sold. What? It's the going once, going twice. Vic LaRusso, do you not know how auctions work? Sold. Man, that is a terrifying thing because you always want to be, I've been that person, you put a bid on, you don't really want whatever it is, and you are sitting there going, I just want anyone just 10 bucks more. And when that next person puts a bid and you are like, oh, my life is spared. Five grand. He just dropped the hammer on you. Literally. And you know the funny thing is, I don't know if you've ever seen like Mario Brothers or maybe you've been to a circus and you I see have. people trying to hit the bell with an enormous <laughs> hammer. That's Vic LaRusso with an auctioneer's hammer. I've seen him walking around with that. He's got it over his shoulder. He's got it over his shoulder. He's like Donkey Kong. Yeah. And he's just going, sold! Hang on a second. Give me a second. Can somebody help me? <laughs> Bang! And then it went down. And then like Mario, you sp- jumped up on your head, spun around and went, uh, spun around and went, Bee! Whoop, whoop. I could have killed him. Yeah. But it was for charities. I went, <laughs> You gay, LaRusso? There, how do you like it? How do you like it? Out yourself, LaRusso. <laughs> 13353, let's open up the phones because I think this is an interesting talk, yeah. talk about topic is auctions. Mm. Has it gone wrong? Have you, Maybe you've been... Uh, maybe like, you're driving past the block finale and just go, I'm going to buy that. Who knows? <laughs> Choosy. Who That's, what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> but I would love to hear when an auction has gone horribly wrong for somebody. Yeah, mm. oh, and it could be for a charity event, but it also too, it might be something like, you know, stock auctions or yeah. Something like that. A lot of people go and buy cattle and uh, chickens. Well, I can say I even uh, chickens. Uh, when I bought my first house, I was it was an auction, and they're terrible when you're trying to get a house. And I seriously put a bid in and just went, "That's it." The guy th- that I was up against could have said, "And one cent more," and I would have been, "I'm out." And then he folded. <laughs> Suck if you're listening. I got yeah. the house. Sucked in Husey. <laughs> I got heaps. <laughs> wanted your house. Again, guys, I flew economy. It's really yeah. <laughs> One triple three five three. Give us the stories about auctions. If they've gone good, wrong, or bad, or ugly, or economy. So anyway, just they don't give you a choice of meal like they do. <laughs> Sorry, what are we talking about? Auctions. So it's auctions. auctions. The relatability of business class. So I know it's yeah. first class. And I went, there's no, there's no first class. Now, guys, I was uh, look for all my bravado and silliness. I was a very charitable person over the weekend for the Steve Irwin Gala trying to raise money for charity and in doing so commandeered an auction and aggressively made people bid who I want to make it very clear I don't think wanted to bid and for every person who put money down the next time someone said I'll give more I, I could see the relief in the person's eyes but, you and know, you've been caught out man <laughs> oh yeah I've spent $5,000 on a golf membership for a sport in an area that I never intended to go to but thanks Vic LaRusso <laughs> You know, he made his getaway there because I said to him, I said, after, after the gig, I'm going to kill Vic LaRusso. Yeah, sure. Mm. And With a golf club. It, I couldn't, though. He's gone. Chop it out. You Chop made, it you, out. You made the mistake of saying, meet me on the helipad. <laughs> exactly. I'll fight you on the helipad. Oh, uh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Oh, and, he knows where, and he knows where the good traffic is. So he'll just say, oh, yeah, if you want to catch me, you better go on the M1. Knowing full well, it's chock-a-block right now. It's like a car park out there. He does that to everyone. God, he's it's good. superpower. God, we've got a... Probably talk a little less about Vic LaRusso on the station. <laughs> Let's get to uh, Jim in Holsworthy. G'day, Jim. Hey, boys. How's things? Good, Very good, Jim. mate. Obviously, we're talking about uh, auctions. They've gone uh, good for some and bad for others. What about yourself, Jim? Uh, my wife bought me at auction. Hang on, what? She oh. bought you? Yep. All right. How did this work? 
Okay. Are you so are you I'm a meat a... tray? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you only in the bedroom. Yeah. The, the meat tray just consists of one sausage, two rissoles. <laughs> Just your junk wrapped in glad wrap on one of those little polystyrene trays. With a piece of parsley yeah. or is it pubes? <laughs> is this... <laughs> so you say you I don't know. This would go, Jim? Your, your laughter says maybe this is what happened, Jim. Run us through no, it. No. Okay, so I'm a, medi- I'm a member of a uh, medieval reenactment group. Oh, Jim. Um, yeah, so... Hang on, and you are married, you say? <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, so... Uh, each year we have a massive uh, festival to help raise funds. Uh, what we do is, as one of the fighters, we get up and we get auctioned off. Right. Now, the thing is, I met my wife uh, the day prior, and we chatted, we laughed, we flirted like just utter teenagers. Um, and then next thing I know, I'm up on the auction block. Mind you, I'm so drunk, I don't even remember this. All that mead. All, all, mead. all that mead, was it? Uh Mead, cider, blackberry wine, you name oh, it. It was there to be drunk. Well, you're going to get through a medieval day, reenactment day, so All fair enough. All the nerd drinks on tap. <laughs> okay, and, okay, and so what happened? You're up there. Now, hang on, just, just Jim, for a bit of help for me, what are you being yeah. auctioned for? Are you like, you know, they can win a date with you? Are you no, no, going to no, be no, put in the no, stocks sorry. and they throw vegetables at you? What are you actually being no. auctioned for? So basically we have the auction at night um, right. before a big, a big tawny. A big tournament. A Tourn- oh, tourney. Yeah. Tournament. Tourney. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's medieval speak. Yeah, it's heraldry talk. Yeah. Sure. Right? Yeah. So, and the people that buy you, yep. yeah, you're fighting for them. So depending on where you oh. come in, in the ranking, sure. they, they get access to sort of certain tiers of... Uh, donated prizes and same, same for the fighters. Uh, right, well. so, so you're, you're going into battle on someone's behalf and they yes. get to bid for you. This is very Game of Thrones. It is. Mm. Oh, my God. And then, and then you get married and then you find out she's your cousin or something? Is that how it works? <laughs> Game of Thrones no, no, style? You get married and then find out she's not your cousin. <laughs> oh, hang on. This is a, that's not what I expected. Okay, so <laughs> Jim's having a good time. Jim's enjoying this. Look, okay, so Jim, you're, on, you're, you're, you're there. You're able to be bidded on and, and what's going down? So I get up on the auction block yep. and apparently... Show off your lance, let everyone know what you've, what you've got on the table. Well, I actually got up in a kilt. Of course you did. Yeah. yeah. I would be disappointed yeah. if you yeah. didn't, Jim. Yeah. Hey, real men wear yeah. kilts. Of course. Yeah, we're right. in your clan then colours. That's it. Then you made a hey, medieval like... tent, didn't you? <laughs> hey, that's Sporan's movie. When I, heard, when I heard nothing but women's voices in the crowd well, bidding for me... Sure. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm well, obviously, Jim, you're on a stage. They're on the ground. They can see up under the kilt <laughs> yeah. is probably what it is. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Try yeah. before you buy. That's, That's what that right. is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just get the feeling that there's a lot more to this story. We just have it. We've prevented yeah, we're just, you from telling Jim, it so far. Jim, it's Mez's last week. We're having a good time. Don't judge us. You're the guy dressing up in medieval gear. Don't you judge. When we're being judged exactly. by a medieval reenactor. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't judge us, mate. I feel, I feel worried when I'm judged by a man who believes in unicorns. <laughs> so, Jim, there you are. It's all the ladies. All the ladies are bidding on you, Jim. Your ego's getting stroked. You're feeling good. Yeah. Keep going. And, next, and then the next thing, I just hear this voice just start screaming them down, screaming over the top of them. Oh, and I'm trying to look through the crowd because the, the hall that we're in is all just like lit by candles and you can't really see beyond it's about authentic. 20 feet. It's an, auth- it's an yeah. authentic medieval auction, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in southern Sydney. Of course. The kickoff. Southern Sydney. Here yeah. we go. Uh, and... 
so yeah, and then all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm sold. I've no idea who bought me until oh. I show up to the list. Yep. Um, the the authentic the, medieval lift. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Show up to the lists uh, the next day, mm. and here's this girl who I was chatting with and flirting with like crazy the day prior, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why are you here? And she's like, um. I bought your ass last night. Oh, oh nice. Oh, she bought more than your <laughs> ass, wow, that's Jim. A very nice way. She got the metro, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. And <laughs> basically, everything, everything after that was is for the rest of that week is kind of a blur. Okay. All right. Okay. Did you win the tournament, Jim? No, or were you distracted? I, it went to five rounds. I lucked out in the uh, – that year I lucked out in the um, third round. Okay. Is that the Rubik's Cube round? Or is that the <laughs> – so you were in your kilt. Was it official sort of Highland game style? And that's when you uh, won her hand? Or was it later on like that night you had to go and toss your caber at home? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it sounds like wanking. It sounds like wanking. <laughs> a lot. I could actually show you. No, that's no, all right, Jim. No, that's no, all right, Jim. Yeah. Thanks yeah, it's very been much. lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. G'day, this is Mark Howard. If you're into sport, you'll love my podcast, The Howie Games. Experience raw, open and honest conversations with a bevy of sporting superstars. Hello, Kevin Peterson. Yeah, I've heard a lot about The Howie Games. Kathy Freeman. Ah, thanks for being you. Big fanning, welcome to The Howie Games. Yeah, Howie, how are you, mate? That's The Howie Games and it's on Podcast One now. Download the app or listen at podcastone.com.au. No matter what you're into, there's one for everyone. Podcast One. Drove, I know that you're a big fan of the animal world. Not no, like, massive fan. Not like Bob Catter, who we just heard. Jeez, oh, <laughs> once someone think of the people being eaten by crocodiles, guys. Particularly the gay and lesbian community. Of course, the gay and lesbian community. And they're out there and they're doing whatever they do with each other. But guys, crocs eat people. <laughs> Drop the mic. I was like, Bob, are you all right? Here's the I thing. Think, I think he had a stroke. Yeah, here's the thing. Crocodiles don't discriminate. They don't care if you're wearing hot pants. They'll eat your you own. You know what? Yeah. If he'd said that, that would have made more sense. At least he would have segued between yeah, the same-sex marriage sure. into the But then Bob Catter would have made sense. Yeah, you're and right. Bob Catter. And that's when, like and that's when you'd say, "Wait a minute, this is a bobcatter clone." Yeah, <laughs> Who are you, really? You're a well, robot. speaking of crocodiles, we yep. thought we'd retired this uh, last week. We usually play it with Cam Knight. I love this, but w- we thought we'd seen the last of it. But Roy, because you are such an animal lover I and am. a great human being that does things for the I Steve Irwin Foundation for free, yep, <laughs> economy, we're going to bring this back. When animals attack. Sucked in. You thought you'd, you thought oh, you'd hit the last of Katy Perry. I thought I was done with that. <laughs> Katy Perry's right behind God you, right? damn it. Welcome back to today, then. <laughs> Rove, the way this game works is I'm going to give you an animal and you, you have to tell me how to survive an attack from that animal. Can do. Now, uh, to be very clear, you don't have any weapons on you. No, okay, what? you are unarmed. Yeah. You just have to dead. use your wits yeah. to survive. Well, I so don't have to- wit. That's true. <laughs> so totally non-Trump-like. Okay. You know, no, you, can't just, you can't. Just, you can't just. I was going to sign a veto. You're dead. Yeah. How <laughs> do you how do you um survive an attack from an elephant? Uh, you just shoot it before yep. it's anywhere near you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. Why don't you pay someone to shoot it for you, yeah. and you just import its remains? And that's what you do. You cut its tail off, or is it like for a fly switch? <laughs> Now, Mary, Look, you're, you're, you're in this as well, and oh, I've right. had to go on back through the archives to check animals you haven't done before. Right. Uh, I've done a lot of animals. Yep. <laughs> Look, I didn't want to say it. We're all I'm thinking glad it. Glad we got there. We're all thinking early. it. All right, Rove. That's how he celebrated his birthday over the weekend. 
Is that petting zoo for a 44-year-old man's birthday? Are you sure? Stop it! What is it? It's my birthday! Wait a minute, we're missing one of the piglets. <laughs> Actually, I'm more worried we have an extra one now. What happened? Been busy? Rove, how do you survive an attack yep. from a hippo? Wow. You know what? Number one killer in Africa. One of the mm-hmm. most dangerous animals. Killed more people than any of the big five. Mm-hmm. You uh, give it a tutu. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I don't have props. No, oh, no I don't no have props. weapons. No, uh, you don't have tutus don't either. Okay. All right. A tutus are a weapon? <laughs> Did look in the right hands? Yeah. Like yeah, a ninja? Yeah. Okay. So I'm up against a hippo. But I... you do have hundreds and hundreds of tiny white balls. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't been tanning lately. <laughs> All right, I'm going to. That's what I do want to do. I just want to. I want to pit them against each other with a bunch of. Well, I'm going to use fruit. I'll use colourful fruit to just have a live action version of Hungry Hungry Hippos. Mm. Okay, you're dead. That's what. That's aggressive. It's close though. <laughs> you were close. Uh, Liam doesn't give much quarter. All right. No. Let me see. What about um, I make fun of their hip size and till they get no. an eating disorder? No. no? You've died oh, again. Right. No. Your best bet is to sprint to the closest tree and climb it. What? Hippos no. can't climb trees? No. Wait wow. a Wait. What if they Wait have an intricate pulley system? <laughs> <laughs> is that? <laughs> Hippos can't climb trees. Oh. Is that a Daniel Day-Lewis movie? <laughs> I'm not really sure. I might be. Uh, okay, Merrick. There yes. we go. How do you survive an attack... From a buffalo. I'll punch him in the gills. Oh, that's a shark. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, oh. Just incidentally, can I just, anybody, if you're like some wildlife expert person out there and you're like, well, the answer is you poke him in the eye. I'm sick of hearing, mm. if you get attacked by a shark, poke it in the eye. You poke anything in the eye, yeah. it will stop. There's no anything, any living creature. Mold. I know certain plants that I would poke in the stamen and they would let me go. What about a mole, though? A mole's just going to go, oh, okay. oh, you're wasting your time. Mm. But then I'm again, a mole's like a, if a mole's attacking you, wow. you've done something very, very <laughs> unsociable. Look, you know, I wouldn't put it past them, though. <laughs> well, you know, like, I mean, it's always the quiet ones, right? It's like, oh, he was right, living right next door to us the whole time. We didn't realise he was burying people in all these holes he was digging. <laughs> anyway, but I'm, Mary, I'm, help, I'm giving okay. him thinking time. Okay. I'm giving him thinking uh, time. Was it again a buffalo? A buffalo. Uh, you buffalo. lay on the ground. <laughs> You lay on the ground and uh, make yourself a... Oh, Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. Oh, yeah. You do the you finger thing. Do the ridge. Would you ditch? No? Basically, buffaloes are incredibly dangerous. They reckon oh, that... Oh, yeah, uh, I can see of that. Of course. You run like oh, you're a getting wind. getting attacked by a shrew <laughs> or a sloth. like to win and you accept almost certain defeat. What? Yeah, basically... There is no fl- way? No, there's no way. You've just got to try and get... Similar to a hippo, you've got to try and get to a tree. Is that Jeez, a tree's the yep. answer to everything. Well, well, is it? Let's find shark. out. Shark. Rose. Shark. Yeah, just yeah, get right. to the nearest tree. <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> Look at you, you, stupid shark. Here we go. Rose, got this how one. do you survive an attack from a wild boar? A wild boar. Yes. Okay, so. All right. I'll give you, you a clue. You offer it's not it, a tree. Offer it curly fries. <laughs> oh, no. It's hog breast. Hog breast. Um, sorry. Um, a wild one, boar. Tuesdays. Yeah. You would... You would climb a tree. <laughs> oh, you know what? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I throw a mole at it. Ooh. And it comes at it with a fury of its little digging claws. No. 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 Good plan. No. You need to uh, treat it like you're a matador and it's a charging bull. And at the last moment, Look, this is... you need to sidestep Hang it. on. What do you mean at the last moment? <laughs> what about the second? You. What about the second to last moment? Yeah, so like, how about... Say... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
this let me break this down. Okay. There's so many loopholes in this. All right. So there's a wild boar. Yes. I see the wild boar. Yes. The wild boar starts charging me. Yes. I wait till the last minute and then jump out the way. Yeah. How about the moment I see the wild boy, <laughs> boar, I just run. I just hoof it. Why am I giving the boar time to get closer to me? What kind of stupid person does that? A person, a person who doesn't know how to escape a hit by that. No, Queenslanders, <laughs> that's what they do. Well, that's the other thing, too. If that could have been a, a substitute answer, too, Liam, is you just, uh, when threatened by a wild boar, mm-hmm. put a Queenslander in front of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll terrify well, it. Okay. Um, all right, Merrick. All right, here we go. He's got last chance. This one. He's got this one. Last chance. Here we go. Come on. How do you survive an attack from a lion? Punch it in the gills. Wow. No. <laughs> okay. From a lion? Because mm-hmm. you, let's be honest, you're pretty. Yeah, fed income yeah, naked. You do mm. that? If you're pretty fed income naked. Mm. There's a couple of things you can do, though. Oh, oh come oh, on. Now, I know arrogant. This. I know this. A, li- a male lion choice. or a female lion? It does no, not matter. It does. Well, let's say lion, Females not lioness. are the hunters. Not lioness. That's exactly right. They're pack hunters. Exactly. Male lions, they go solo. Yeah. Let's say it's a male lion, then. Okay. You grab it by its ghoulies and you twist them real hard like you do with an aggressive dog. Give yes, it a paddle do. pop. <laughs> no? What's the one I'm thinking of? Use a hairdryer and straighten its mind. Uh, <laughs> you mate, you're naked. If it lives alone, you're seeing no way. You climb a tree, get you. You, you. I know what happens. It goes to attack you. You remind it that you were friends when you were younger and that he didn't really oh. kill his dad at all. He was framed by his uncle. Well, yep. And then just as he's about to attack you, you save yourself and both your warthog and meerkat friend. Akuna Matata. I, I saw it in a documentary. It was an Attenborough documentary. Yeah. Oh, I know what it is. They're a cat. You jump in the water. You go in the water, and then, of course, you're attacked by the hippo that kills you. <laughs> you guys are shit at this. What? You do not run. You try to show the lion that you're a threat by clapping your hands, shouting and waving your arms. Oh, so I become a busker. Oh, do you know what? I open a guitar case and I lower my standards to go, oh, oh, I need a location. Oh, where are you from? Oh, look at this. I'm juggling fire sticks. Wearing Hessian. I'm a jazz teacher. (laughs) Right, you've made a purchase. Yeah, look, I feel bad because uh, I didn't bring you a birthday gift for, to, uh, for uh, your, your pa- party. Your birthday that was over the weekend. <laughs> um, I was off doing charitable deeds in Queensland, guys, on an economy affair. I'm just saying, bringing you up to speed. But I did make a purchase today for my good self that uh, I don't know if you have taken the leap into what I think is one of the greatest items known to man that probably many people don't give a second glance to, Merrick. It is a maker of labels. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? No, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, oh, you mean uh, pasta maker? No. Bread maker? No. Label maker. Oh, welcome. How great are label makers? Welcome. I got one today just because, very boring backstory. Uh, backing up our computers at home. Right, which means I think you feed them a lot of cheese till they can't yeah, yeah. shit anymore. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, but so we've got two hard drives, and I just wanted to know which one was mine and which one was my wife Tasman's. Well, you don't want those getting mixed. And up what am I going to do? <laughs> Write on it with a texter like a common street thug? No. So I went. I'm going to go get a label maker, and wow, my life has let, changed. Let me guess. The is it the Dynamo? It is. Yeah. Amazing. So good. I have my uh, hard drive what colour, what colour do you want? What font do you want? Do you want a funny little picture of a cat? It's the best. So good. You can label everything. But remember teachers used to do them in the old days oh, when they yes. were crap, right? Yes. And it would just be like, clink, clink, oh, clink, yes. clink, 
clink, like with a trigger handle, yep. clink, and then one of the letters would shift up and it would, it would be like, <laughs> oh, right. just go and put this on your book, Merlick. It's not Merlick. <laughs> It's not Merlick. It's not Merlick. Well, we can't go back on that. Oh, I'm sorry, we can't. Be, can't Once Merlick. we've committed to a letter, we have to lock it in, I'm afraid. <laughs> it's kind of like Wheel of Fortune. Oh, Merlick. <laughs> so I got, I got one, and it is it. I just want to label everything in the house it's now. I've obviously, I've used the two labels we needed for our two hard drives, but now I'm just like, I want to label every box of toys that my child yep. has, even though yep. we specifically got see-through tubs so you know so you what's in there. But why bother straining your eyes on trying to f- work out what's going through a borderline opaque yeah. plastic yeah. tub, which I also got from Office Works, when you can <laughs> just print a label? See, I, I re- put a label on my actual child. I reckon that. <laughs> <laughs> I just stick off. it property you, off. If you put property off and then you go out in public with a label on your child, yep. you will be reported. <laughs> no. Well, I just, well, I didn't put my name. I'm not stupid about <laughs> <if I'm> my <laughs> wife's name. So she's the one who will get busted. <laughs> So you put it on uh, animate objects. Yep. You put it on um, digital yeah. products. Yes. Yeah. What else? What else have you put? Have you got? I want to. I want to label. To the fridge. Well, here's now what I want to do. If you, if you go internally in a fridge, that's when that's when label making. Well, so here's over. where they get you. You see, because the stuff in the fridge comes with its own labels, right? Because <sighs> what do you? Oh, look! It says uh, it says hummus, yeah, uh, and yeah. apparently this belongs to Chris. <laughs> yeah. It's Chris's hummus. Yep. Can't touch it, yep. right? Yep. Or that maybe yep. that's the brand name. I don't know. Yep. I just, I have, it's Julius. been sitting there for six years. No guy called yep. Chris has ever come in. Yep. It's now mould that just belongs to John. You know, as soon as I open it up, he's coming over. Yep. Hi, I'm Chris, the happy oh, little guy with the moustache from the front of the... Hey, who's eating my what's hummus? My, what's going on there? Guys. Oh, Black oh, Swan, what are you doing here? <laughs> we do have a Black Swan in the house. Comes in quite often for the French onion. You'd be surprised. Fun fact. Do you know what's amazing right now oh, for me? Because I was on a ramp. Here with, here with Roe McManus, Merrick Watts, still mm. the biggest names in Australian showbiz over wow. however nice many years. Yep. And there's people listening going, oh, I wonder what amazing stories they're going to be telling. Label and you two blokes are talking about labelling. This, this sounds like, this this sounds, this this sounds like the have... ranting yes. of someone who's never touched a label. <laughs> Doesn't Doesn't have, do you ever know where, where anything is in your house? No. You know what I'm, I'm actually going to empty things out of their boxes, like the yep. cereal in the house, so I can put them in like clear Tupperware Containers just so I can label. Them. But you don't understand, Liam, how much you can help your yeah, family. Like uh, my kids didn't. Find it to me. Well, the kids didn't know where the door was until I put a label on <laughs> exactly it. Exactly right. Door. I know. Exactly put it right. Because we have more than one in my house. Yep. We have yep. several doors. He's done well for himself. All of them exactly. And yep. I've done that through hard work and perseverance. I've got several doors in my home, yep. and on, on each one of those doors. Oh, it but says like, door. oh, hey, oh, let me let me go through this door. Oh, I'm in a cupboard now. Yeah. Now I have to sleep in a cupboard. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. No, what happens I mean, when that's your what you're doing. You're yeah. sleeping in cupboards. Yeah. What happens Because you don't know children? which one's the, the pantry and which one's your bedroom. You put a label. This is the bedroom. Yeah. What's going to happen, Liam, when your child accidentally walks through a window? Yep. Because you have not labeled it as a window. Right. Window. Okay. Like window, some kind yeah. of trapped door. bird. Yeah. Sure. Hey? Uh, no, blood is on you, your hands, mate. No, I will label it as you, your blood. Yeah. <laughs> This is Liam's blood on and, his child's hands. And just as a quick note, because I know, Liam, you're going to wrap us up in a moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, very handy for labelling things that might be found in a bedside drawer. You know what? Who's, who's is it? Guys, I'm going to start a Twitter poll right now. <laughs> How great are label makers? It's happening. Yep. yep. Right? And then, and, then we'll, and then we'll see who's laughing. Yep, exactly. Right? Yep. Is this Absolutely. my phone? I should have labelled yep. it. Yeah. You go into somebody's drawer and they find out, Dido. You go, oh, I love the music. <laughs> oh, <hang on. laughs> That's from Merlick. Now I am. <laughs> Say goodbye, Merrick. Bye-bye. Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. 
Over the years, the chaser has gone to war with, well, everyone. Now in our new podcast, we've joined with Border Force and ASIO to interrogate the scum that threaten our way of life. Writers, thinkers, and worst of all, comedians. Extreme vetting with the chaser. If you like comedy or national security, catch us on Podcast One. Download the app or listen at podcastone.com.au. No matter what you're into, there's one for everyone. Podcast One. Liam, as you know, uh, Saturday was my birthday. It was. Thanks for sending me a birthday message. Oh, yeah. what? You didn't? No, I did. And you, you wrote back, who oh, is God. this? <laughs> did I? Yeah. Even when I'm pissed, I'm funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, what time was that? AM? No, was that? no, I sent it to you in the afternoon. I'm checking my phone. Yeah. Let me have a look. Okay. Everyone just, just stand by while Merrick checks whether I, I sent him too. a birthday message Happy birthday, mate. 7.22 p.m. Who is this? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I was on my way to Lawrence Mooney's show, which was awesome. He performed at the Enmore. Uh, it was good fun. So I went out and had a few drinks on a Saturday night mm. and uh, was a little bit dusty yesterday, I've got to lie, uh, which is a problem because yesterday was my daughter's birthday party. Good. Her birthday is actually on the 30th of December, but she had a joint party with her friend Ruby because... Um, that way, because you know, kids who are got birthdays around Christmas, New Year's, yep. miss out. Yeah, my daughter's missed out every year. The poor thing. So anyway, we had a combined party with a friend, Ruby, yep. who's also good. And that also that also limits the pain for parents as well. If you can combine parties within friendship groups, yep. that means you know it's it's literally two birds, one stone, or yeah, yeah. two obnoxious children, one party. Two birds, one co- what? Don't no, mate. no, talking about the kids' mate, party. Come on. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah, we are. So don't. So uh, we had a party organised yesterday, and uh, and I actually chipped in. I I, I was uh, well, that was good for you, for, for you to chip in for your daughter's I, birthday. I helped, I helped out, mate. I did. I helped out. I was apparently very very handy. Uh, we had it at like a little dance uh, studio where my daughter does uh, dance classes in Marrickville. Yeah, and um, it was good because mm-hmm. I, I like to be at a children's party and look at the undercarriage of a plane going over my head every <laughs> single with a cranking hangover. Just yeah. going, oh, that's it. Yeah, bring in. Hey, Jumbo, oh, I feel like I'm going to spew. <laughs> and there's disco lights and confetti oh, everywhere. Do you know? And dancing. And it's all the soundtrack from the movie Sing yep. and from the movie something else. Moana. Yeah. yeah they're all there. A little bit of Frozen. Frozen. They're all there. And I'm just going, planes coming over the top. It's just going, <laughs> oh, Mez, you should not have eaten all that cake. The only it, thing that going to yeah, spew. Yeah. If, the only thing that could have made it worse is if for some reason an ambulance needed to turn up with its sirens oh, going full ball. Mate, it that was is the perfect scenario for your hangover. Kids disco, but the girls had a great time. They, you know, everyone was having a good time mm. there. And uh, but my poor wife, right? And I, I love her very much. She made such a huge effort for my daughter, and I genuinely, genuinely mean it. She really went to great lengths to make sure that my daughter's I feel like birthday. There's a butt coming. But <laughs> <laughs> we organised the cake to be made by EP, who actually oh, was yeah. here. She made an incredible cake mm. for from, from my daughter um, and uh, Ruby. It was a, this big tower of pink and there was like amazing, like so many, like, um, you know, little freckles and things like that. I don't for know, a like, man who works on radio, it. your ability to describe that cake was terrible. Okay. It just looked like it had been shot by a Mardi Gras cannon. <laughs> You know, it was like just a clown had thrown it, up. It was just, it was unreal, yeah, right? Okay. It was just so full on. And my daughter saw it and lost her mind. Sure. But here's the thing uh, I said, Oh, you know, you got the cake organized. She goes, Yeah, I've got to make some cupcakes. And I said, Oh, why don't you just buy them? And she goes, No, nah, Mez, they're expensive and I'm just going to make them. She said, The packet, $6 a packet. I'm going to make them. And I said, Well, are you going to make what, like 30 cupcakes? And she said, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So Georgie's made 30 cupcakes. Mm. 
And she said, because the kids have got to have something to eat, to have cupcake, and then later on, you slice the cake. cake. Okay, all right, whatever, I'm not going to argue. The only difference between the cake and the cupcake is one, they come in a little paper wrapping. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So, uh, anyway. So, long story short, my wife spends half of Saturday baking these cupcakes. Then, yesterday morning, she's um, made the icing for them because it's cool down, made the icing. It's got all the decorations and stuff like that. She's doing it with my daughter, Kinga. It's taken her hours. Like, I reckon the whole process has seriously taken her at least four hours. Okay. Right? And I saw them, and she got the icing on it and then rolled them in glitter and stuff like that. And we got there. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. You know, the cupcakes. And they did, uh, didn't travel too well in the car mm. for the party. Anyway, we get there, and then uh, EP rolls up with a birthday cake because mm. it's the birthday Okay, we go, oh my God, it's amazing. It's a birthday cake. It should be amazing. It's got a big candle there. It's amazing. And then she goes, oh, plus I happen to um, make these um, cupcakes for you. Do you want them? Mm. And I've got a box of cupcakes. And we opened up the box and they were incredible. And I turned to my wife and I said, I'm sorry, sweetheart, but those cupcakes make your cupcakes look like yours were made in a sheltered workshop. <laughs> I'm not lying. I, I, she'd made such a huge effort. <laughs> But somebody, it made it look like somebody with severe disabilities had oh, made the cupcakes no. for my daughter's birthday party. It looked, I looked at them and I went, you know what? The, I, I, I know how much effort has gone into it and how much um, beautiful love and care and, and hygiene has gone into making those. But seriously, you, you look like if you ate one of those, you, there, might, there could be a marble in there. There could be a spanner. There could be. So she could save herself 45 A razor bucks. blade. I don't know. And I just and I said, was it worth it? And she goes, what do you mean? I said, you should have just paid for some cupcakes because yours look like, yeah. you know, it looks like somebody got a, a chimpanzee drunk and high and then said, make some cupcakes. EP's brought the Liam and Chris Hemsworth cake Mate, and, were... and your cupcakes are the other one. It was. The, the, what's his name? It doesn't matter. Yeah, but the other. You, that was her cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? It was like the other Baldwin brother. Yeah. That's what it was like. The other Penn brother. Yeah. It was as the, like yeah. she brought along EP's cupcakes. She made these cupcakes. I swear to God, they look like they were off MasterChef, right? They had decorations and colouring. She goes, oh, I just knocked these up for you. So just as a side. So not only did she give them to us for like for free, mm. she said, oh, I just knocked them up because there was some extra batter. And I watched my wife's tiny face just melt as oh. we turned around and looked at it. And I said, oh, darling, your cupcakes are shit. <laughs> So trying to save a little bit of money. So trying to save a little bit of money has come back to bite your wife in the ass. Yes, exactly. Mm. So one triple three five three. When did being a tight ass <laughs> leave you out of pocket? Have you tried to cut corners and save money, and then at the end of it, you've just gone, oh, "I should have just." I had one I of these. Should have just spent money. On I had this. one of these just the other week. Uh, my daughter is now at the age where we can put her on the back of a bike if we get the bike seat installed. Um, we bought a bike. We bought the bike seat. The bike shop said, oh, we'll put it on for you for 45 bucks. Oh. I said, <laughs> no, nah, I'll be right. I think I can manage this myself. Mm. Four and a half weeks, Mez. No. It took me four and a half weeks. Hang on a second. Aren't you the guy who tried – just remind us all again what yeah. you nearly did trying first to replace time, a washer First time, ta- First time I tried to change a washer, I thought you had to chisel the tiles away. Remove the tiles yeah, to put – to, to get yeah. – Okay, so, and you wouldn't pay $45 – for a professional bike guy no. to put the seat on the bike. No, because I thought I could do it myself. You, sa- you see, that's what happens. Trying to save money can sometimes cost you more. One triple three five three. When did being a tight ass leave you out of pocket? 
15. Your calls on 13353 about when being a tired ass has left you out of pocket. My missus on the weekend, it was my daughter's uh, little birthday party, and uh, she did the right thing. She knocked up some cupcakes because she said, we'll save some money. We'll buy a cake, get it done so it looks really great for the girls, and uh, I'll save some money by making cupcakes. Now, I'm not going to lie, when we were getting, when we we're leaving the house, I looked at these cupcakes and I thought, I'm going to smash two or three of those because they mm. look delicious. Then we can compare them to the cake maker's professional standards of cupcaking, and I swear to God, I went outside and put two of them under the back wheel of my car just to make sure it wouldn't roll because I said there's no other purpose for these cupcakes now. The children are terrified of them. It's like a clown with fangs. They are. They look like they should be yeah. entertaining, but what you've done is made something terrifying. The kids were asking for sticks of celery and carrot. Yeah. That's how intimidated they were to, by your wife's cupcakes. To, no, to stab themselves in the eyes with so they wouldn't have to witness the cupcakes <laughs> that my wife had made. celery. They were so, that was it. Like a, like a shiv in prison, I saw one kid with a carrot just grinding it back to stab himself. My wife is listening to this right now, probably in tears. <laughs> Of laughter well, because I'm hilarious. As long as she's not making cupcakes, miss. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's so rude. <laughs> Just to save 30 bucks. Scotty on the Central Coast. G'day, champ. How you doing, boys? Yeah, yeah good, very Scotty. good indeed, mate. All right, tell us, uh, when has being a tight ass left you out of pocket? Right, mate. Well, look, I needed a, a new barbecue. So my mate said, you can have my old barbecue for free, and he just... Yeah, all you gotta do is come pick it up. Oh yeah. I was like, awesome, because I, you know, I didn't want to buy a new one. So anyway, went down, picked it up, didn't tie it on very well, and dropped it on the M1, oh. and <laughs> took out three cars. Oh, Scotty! Oh. Had to pay insurance on all of them. Oh, Scotty! What was the price, Scotty? Ah, uh, it was just uh, over two grand. Oh. Mate, pretty, just go to barbecue's glory. Just get a pretty just good get a brand new barbecue <laughs> and know. move on. My wife said that to me so many times. She still says it to me. We don't learn, though, do we? It's, it's, no. Nah, we don't. No. We just go, well, you know what? I'll just do this because I'm going to cut a corner. And these go, oh, I shouldn't have cut that yeah. corner. That's an expensive you know corner. I was lucky there was no gas bottle in it because I reckon she oh. would have exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Scotty. Oh, Scotty, I've just got a message from my wife. It is an emoji of a cat with the teardrop coming out of its eye, which means that she thinks we are going to have some action when I get home. <laughs> That's what that means? Is that, I don't know what emojis mean. No, if there was no it's eggplant. A, a cat, you, a cat you, with a teardrop. Yeah. That's, that's your in for some good I think times that tonight, means, I think tiger. that means she's run away with a Mexican gang member. No, I think that means um, it's a cat and it's got a teardrop. Yeah, I know what you're getting at, Mary. Mean, and I'm not. <laughs> We're going to go to Ben from Menai. Ben. I think it means I'm a sensational lover. <laughs> <laughs> ben, ben when, when did you try and save a few coins? Ben, Ben, please talk. Otherwise, Mary's yep. going to keep yep. analysing the cat. <laughs> <laughs> when did being a tight ass leave you out of pocket, mate? I, okay, well, I'm a father of four, um, and um, I only ever have one piece of parenting, parenting advice to to anybody that's going to be a new parent, and that's to not cheap out on balloons. When uh, when my firstborn was having his first birthday, as you can imagine, we're having a party, and my wife is running around acting quite cantankerous. And so I pulled out the, uh, the the pack of 50 balloons that only cost me a dollar. I saw them in the shop. I thought, you ripper. I've done myself a service here. Here we go. And uh, she's gone, Wine, you're getting ready. Get this ready. Get this ready. And I got, oh, sh- oh, I've got to blow up the balloons. 
every single balloon got ripped the nozzle clean off because it was so poor. They were they were just crap. Yeah, yeah, so. they perished. The reason why they're a dollar is because they were made in 1973. Yeah. And, oh, and mate, I, I had an aneurysm and a heart attack, and she's yelling at me to get things sorted. And so I just tell people, look, pay a dollar per balloon. Don't yeah. cheap out on the balloons. It's not worth it. Yeah, Ben, I've got some more advice for you, mate. Don't go buying condoms like that either. <laughs> 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 it'll, end up, it'll end up costing you some tuition fees, son. Or you'll end up with a family of four. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think you might have done it before. <laughs> you could have just had a, a Honda Civic now. You've got a Tarago. Mm. Okay. Tony in Five Dock. Hello, mate. Hey, how are you, Merrick? Very good, mate. All right. When has being a tight ass left you out of pocket? Mate, my son was approaching his 16th birthday. It was three weeks away and he wanted a basketball ring. Like the whole thing, so he can dunk. And I said, well, if you, if you can dunk the ball, I'll buy you one. He dunked the ball at a basketball game, so I went and bought one at Rebel Sport. And the guy said, do you want us to assemble it for you for 50 bucks? <laughs> Mate, I'm a mechanic by trade. I've been doing this 40 years. I can put gearboxes together, engines. So... <laughs> And then my wife, the bloody wife, geez, you know, and they go, oh, you can't do that. Let them do it. So anyway, three freaking weekends in a row, I assembled it. Everything, parts are missing. As his mates over for his 16th birthday party, says, watch this dunk. Anyway, he does the dunk and the thing freaking broke. It all fell apart. Oh, <laughs> oh, so pissed off. I just couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Uh, the birthday party, no. Tony. And I spoke. Before, too, Merrick. Remember, I'm the guy that ate the turd. I'm originally from Broken Hill. Yes, Tony. Great to have you back on. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Just... no, no. You're a good man. They're all proud of you. Everyone in Broken Hill reckons you're the best. Ah, oh, that's good to hear. Only in Broken Hill. Yeah. A small community in <laughs> the outback. <laughs> You're a good, you're a good man. You're a really oh, good man. Thank you, Tony. Hey, listen, mate. Um, I might get yep. you around on the weekend because uh, I'm going to make some cupcakes. So we'll see how you go. One triple three five three is the phone number to call if you like ACDC. But it's been that way for about thirty or forty years. Uh, taking your calls on one triple three five three as a commemoration to Malcolm Young, of course, who passed away on the weekend. Uh, sad, but uh, not a, a huge surprise. He'd been ill for some time, uh, and we're talking about ACDC, commemorating it with. Experiences you might have had in any way, indirectly or directly related to ACDC. We've got Kaz and Seven Hills. Hello, Kaz. Hey, Merrick. How are you? Very good indeed. Thanks for calling through. What's, what's your story that involves ACDC in any particular way? My story is I got married last year and underneath the grandstand at Eastern Creek and I walked down the aisle to Highway to Hell. Oh, okay, so you're full bogan, Kaz, or just uh, part bogan? <laughs> to... Which, no, which... just full rev head. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's your, what's your type of rev, Kaz? Are you into bikes? Are you into cars? What sort of cars, if they are? 1969 SS C3 Stingray. Wow. Okay, old school. It's a, well, it's a 440 or something. What's the, what's the motor in that? Uh, 454. 454, that's right. Yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's what I thought. Yeah, I'm not, well, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, Kaz, has it been Liam, a... <laughs> Liam, Liam totally thought you were talking about a Corolla then, yeah, so... Yeah, well... No, Great far car. from it. Great car. Uh, Kaz, has it been a happy highway to hell? Are you guys still happily married? Yeah, yeah, we've been together seven years. We just celebrated our first um, first year of wedded bliss. Oh, that's great. Well, and it's good to see that you've, you know, you've picked something like ACDC as a um, commemoration mm. of your wedding because um, nothing says love like um, <laughs> a guy dressed as a schoolboy. Okay. Uh, okay. No, right. okay. Leave that, right. Mary. Thank, Thank you for the call, Kaz. Kaz. Okay. <laughs> Stuart in Penrith. Hello. G'day, Mary. How are you, buddy? Very good indeed, mate. You've got an ACDC story you want to share? Yeah, mate. Uh, my firstborn. Uh, she's a bit of a problem child. <laughs> it's, uh, it's ironic, mate. The, uh, 
the first time we saw her on the 12-week uh, ultrasound scan, it was Bon Scott's birthday, and mate, she was born on the anniversary of his death. Oh, wow. That's incredible. It's it. And, and mate, the part, the part that gives me chills is she was only a few hours old, and she suffered an unexplained drop in core body temperature. It's come good, but... Well, we know that hypothermia killed old Bond, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, well, that's that's chilling is what that is, <laughs> Stuart. What, uh, Stuart, did you call her? I feel like you missed an opportunity if you didn't name her Scotty. Oh, uh, mate, I, I wanted to, but I couldn't get it past the missus. I just love the fact that you had the conversation. Yeah. That's, that's the great thing. And the thought, Even Bonnie. And the thought, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the thought that's led up to just going, okay, how do I approach this? Do I wait till she's been drinking? Do I wait until she's asleep? And then ask her. Good on you, Stu. Thanks, mate. We'll get very quickly to another Fred. call. Fred. Hello, Fred. Yeah, hi. How are you? Yeah, really good, mate. You've got a story that you want to share about ACDC? Yeah, uh, back in 1983, um, early on that year, I met Angus Young at the Three Weeds Hotel, which is in, in Roselle. We used to go every Saturday, watch a band, the Greg Gunkston band, and um, he got up on stage and he played Money, and um, then he come off, and we went up and talked to him for about 20 minutes, um, bought him a beer, and um, ended up getting a coaster, and he signed that for me. <laughs> so I still got that. It's, it's funny you should say that, Fred. Like, I mean, it's one of my locals, the Three Weeds, and it's a really kind of fancy pub now. But years ago, years and years ago, I, I've actually performed there oh, maybe a dozen years ago or more, and it was a yeah. bit it was a bit seedy and a bit dodgy. And I remember saying somebody saying yeah. that ACDC played there. Yep. Yeah. yeah, well, uh, he did. He got up on stage and played Money, and um, as soon as he did the lead break, I picked it straight away. That's Angus. And I told my wife, when he gets off stage, I'm going to go and chat with him. Yeah, and then he was telling me he was recording an album that, that year, earlier on in the year, which ended up being Flick of the Switch. Oh, wow. wow. That's great. Amazing. Fred, awesome, awesome. Down to earth, that kid. He was down to earth. Fred, what, nice what I think Mez is also saying, though, is why have you never asked him to sign a coaster for you? I did, uh, with the beer coaster. No, I no, no, I mean, no, no, me, Fred. <laughs> why have Fred. you never asked Merrick Fred. to sign a beer coaster for you? Why? Oh. <laughs> okay, I think, we, I think Fred just explained <laughs> with by asking the question that he also... Gave the answer. Do we take another call or can my self-esteem hold up to it? Let's get Ned in Hornsby. Hello, Ned. Hey, mate. How's it going? Yeah, really good. All right. One more ACDC story. What do you got? I got out of basically losing my license for a speeding ticket. Huh? So Australia Day had the Australian flag sticking out the windows, had ACDC blurring through the speakers in my car. Yeah. Pulled over by Highway Patrol. He walks up, does the full, you know, breath test, this, that. He comes back and goes, look, mate, it's double the merits, but you're celebrating Australia Day the right way, so I'll let you off today. Wow. You get caught again and you're done. Oh, um, wow. Well, obviously, in Hornsby, about 10 minutes. in Hornsby, obviously, in a huge rush to get around to Nana's place and ask to have a scone. hundred <laughs> percent, mate. <laughs> you may have heard that uh, over the weekend, Bob Catter uh, began a conversation about marriage equality and then turned it into how many people are eaten by crocodiles mm. in a year mm. in Queensland. It, the conversation looks like it's been edited because it is so frenetic in its in its change. Here's what was going on in Bob's head at the time. I mean, you know, people are entitled to their sexual proclivities. You know, I mean, let there be a thousand blossoms bloom as far as I'm concerned. You know, but I ain't spending any time on it because in the meantime, every three months, a 
person was torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. Pop! What the? One day, look, I've got two days left. It's lucky that audio was not played on Wednesday because I would have just dropped the F-bomb for sure. Because what the? You want about, Bob? Speaking of reasons to drop the F-bomb, yes. Merrick, tomorrow. Tomorrow is the last appearance uh, Lawrence Moon Man Mooney will have on the program. Not because he's been banned, but because we finish up on Wednesday. So tomorrow will be the last that oh, Loz wow. is in. And I know that a lot of people are coming to see us tomorrow night uh, for Picture Discuss, which is at the Comedy Store. It has completely sold out. Apologies. I only just found out uh, today because I wasn't paying attention to my own career again. <laughs> Evident. And uh, so I'm sorry if you didn't get tickets to it. But Moon Man will be in tomorrow. We'll finish up on Wednesday. See you tomorrow. That was the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Make sure you never miss a thing. Download the Merrickville Catch-Up from the Triple M app.